The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on The Kingery. Why don't we run shenanigans behind closed doors? You know, like a moonshine operation. Oh, you mean behind the cops' backs? Yeah. No advertising, just word of mouth. Clearly, I think we both know you can't handle the job you were given. So, I'm going to be running things now. What? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Behind the scenes, of course. Do you want it or not? Oh, fine. Stick your arm out. Oh, and by the way, this is going to hurt. And that's why we have this problem. What do you mean? You hear she's doing a fine job. Try to be more involved. Fine. Make sure she's back on our side. You understand me. I still feel like I didn't know Adam. After I found the Behold... Behold? That's how he got all those lunatics to follow him? That's what I thought. But he never used it. The, uh... Cops probably carted it all the way then. The crates are unmarked. I I don't think the police knew what they were looking at. Ah, but rats can do some considerable damage if left undetected for some time. Don't you agree? I'm only going to say this once. I want you and your fucking crew out of the kingery. It's not your kingery, Mr. Arkell. Well, it sure as hell ain't yours. And if I ever see you around here again... It's war. An astute observation, Mr. Arkell. Well, hey there, Debbie. Hey, Asa. Coffee? Aw, you brought me something warm. Mm. You look tired, Asa. I'm getting plenty of sleep, but things are getting bad, darling. Real bad. What do you mean? It's like a ghost town. Plenty of comfy places to snooze, but nobody around to give me a bite to eat. Yeah. Since the riots at Shepherd's Church, there's no tourists. Except for them Shimizu boys, and, well, they ain't the kind you're ever gonna get anything from. Look, I'll bring you a sandwich later, but first I need a favor. A sandwich? And maybe some soup, too? All right, soup, too. Split pea, if they got it. My favorite. Here's what I want. I'm being followed. If and I was half a gallon so younger... I'd follow you myself. I mean, a cop. Look over my shoulder. You see the guy in the trench coat with the crew cut? Yeah? I'm going on an errand where I want him to follow me. I guess that's your business. I'll be back in a while. And when I come back, I want you to check things. Hold the coffee in your left hand if I'm being followed. Right hand if I'm clean. Okay, honey. Left hand followed. Right hand not followed. Can you do that? Oh, hell, honey, sure can. It's been quite a while, but I can still spot them. All right. I'll see you later. (sighs) 
those gals they have sure know what they're doing. Subject is proceeding west on King Ree Road at a moderate pace. I don't think she's made me. Seems like a nice enough fella. Why I feel sorry for him, trying to out-snake Debbie. She's slippery as a snake in an oil pan. <laughs> and twice as filthy. You warned him again? Yes, Mother, I warned him. Ah, I see. You didn't quite hear what I asked. Listen carefully this time. You warned him again. Yeah, right. Again. I don't presume to know how many times you've warned him before, but you do not want to get used to repeating your warnings. What's the big fucking deal? I warned him before. Thomas, please. Vulgarity may win arguments with your employees, but don't bring me down to their level. Sorry, Mother. To answer your question, the big fucking deal is that repeating your warning without action makes you look weak. But you and I both know we can't afford a war right now. <sighs> Perhaps a visual aid will help. Let my hands represent a continuum of possible actions. See my hands? <sighs> yes, ma'am. Let's call this one warning. Warning. See it? I see it. And this one we'll call war. Yes, right. War. Now... Do you notice the space between my hands? I get it, all right. There are other options, more than a warning and less than war. A simple concept, isn't it? All right, fine. I'll look into it. I don't want you to look into it. I don't want you to research it or write a thesis on it. I want you to take action, Thomas. You understand me. Damn it, if you want to run things, why don't you run things instead of bugging me all the time? Is that what you want? For me to run things, let you retire? No, ma'am. No. I was out of line. You sure? Yes, ma'am. I don't want to make you work harder. I'll take care of it. And I apologize for swearing. No matter. I want you to keep your focus on Shimizu. Make sure he doesn't think that... Boss, it's me. Come on in, Major. Hello, Major. Morning, Miss Arkell. Um, everything okay? Of course. Thomas and I were just chatting. Here you go, but I, I mean Mr. Arkell. Keep calling him boss, dear. It gives an impression of normalcy. Thank you, ma'am. And an impression of competence. Hey, now, wait just a minute So what there. you got there, Major? Oh, yeah. I got this for you. Nice. This is great, Major. Really great. It's, um, from that thing. You know, the, um, project you asked me to look into. Uh-huh, the, the project, the thing. There you go. If this weren't the first positive sign I'd seen, I'd ask if you two really think you're clever. Huh? Excuse me? Forget it, Major. That's just my mother's sense of humor. Here, Mom. You're ten. Uh, don't you mean twenty? Twenty? Major's your best earner, as well as your bodyguard and facilitator. You don't think I'd let you have her services gratis, do you? 
Well, do you? Course, Mother. It was an oversight. Here's your twenty. Thank you, Thomas. Now, I'll leave you two alone. I'm sure you have much to discuss. Thank you for stopping by, Mother. It was grand chatting with you. Indeed. Thomas, you know the entire resources of the Arkell family are at your disposal. All you have to do is ask. I know, Mother. Major. Thomas. Well, you know, that was really nice. Guess I had a peg doll wrong. What the fuck are you talking about? The way she offered the family resources. I mean, boss, that's that's you. No, 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 no. You never ask Sylvia Arkell for anything. Never. But boss, what's If I did that, she'd take over. It might be fast, it might be slow, but she'd take over and I'd be gone. Boss, but you're her son. Ah, oh, she wouldn't kill me. Well, probably not. Probably just buy me a small moon where I could retire and drink myself to death. Ugh, fuck it, bitch. Hey, that's my mother. Oh, sorry, boss. I... Was that all up? Hate her all you want, Major. Just make sure to respect her. Yeah, you got it, boss. So you're gonna tell me where this came from, or are we playing 20 questions? I talked to Debbie. I told her about, you know, the cash flow problem. This her charitable donation? No... She opened a new whorehouse. Where'd you get the permit? Where'd you get the licensing fees? No permits, no licenses, no fees. It's a speakeasy. This is a good start, but we're gonna need a lot more to keep Mommy Dearest happy. <laughs> you got that right. So, where is this joint anyway? You wanna go check it out? I'm gonna make sure we're all on the same page. It's time to remind people who the fuck's in charge around here. Did you enjoy your private party, sir? Holy shit. She's quite, um, uh, flexible. She could do the moons of Uranus and the rings whoa, whoa, whoa. of... I don't need to know. Oh, sorry. It's just shit. She's amazing. Uh, please be sure to tell your friends. Your reliable, discreet friends. Right, right. Discreet. William? Francesca will see you now. Hell, about time. Hey, hey, say, those two in the corner give me the creeps. Looks like they're plotting something. Uh, they're uh, planning a very special evening next Oh, yeah? Well, uh, what's so special about it, huh? Sir, you're uh, you're on the clock. Oh, you ain't gonna tell me. Francesca's mm. waiting for you. Well, can't keep the lady waiting now, uh, can we? Joy! How many bottles of those do you have? I'm cured. Really, it's just a, a little relaxant would help me, you know, relax. So I can enjoy the victory over drugs. For a smart guy, you are a real fucking moron, you know that? Excuse me. You gave them to me in the first place. Hey, to save uh, your miserable life. Hey, I gotta Leave me the fuck alone for a second, will you? I... I gotta talk to you. I, uh... Can it wait till we're done here? Not really, no. Honey, I'm sorry I raised my voice. It's just this imbecile here. Don't worry about it. It's okay. I just, uh, came over to 
ask you two to please chill out. You're creeping on the clients. Oh, I'm sorry. All these strangers who came to my office, I'm bothering them by sitting here. How rude. Aw, if you weren't such a girl, I'd slap you silly. I'll handle the wrench, Tithy. You go cop the Johns more booze. Keep the mood up. Okay, but chill you two. Maybe you've got a pill to keep me from annoying all these people. Or would that be an injection? Look, there's other ways to deal with stress. If it's slow later, one of the girls will help you out. <laughs> Sparkle pole. We've already been here. Actually? Huh. Maybe so. It's where we started. Don't know about that. But I. God damn it, Asa! We've been over to Shepherd's Church, up and down the thoroughfare, looked into the priciest shops, tramped halfway to the spaceport, and now we're back to where we started. We're never gonna find Debbie. Don't say that, officer. We can find her. I mostly do it by standing still, but we're covering more ground your way. That's gotta help. You said you had an idea about where she might be. True. I got lots of ideas about where she might be. I just got no idea where she is. Ugh, the captain's gonna bronze my balls and use them as paperweights. Hey, we never tried Ahab. She likes their coffee. Thanks for the help, Asa. If that's what it was. I enjoy chatting with you, Jean Officer. Well, if that don't beat all, he is angry. Guess it's bound to happen now and again. You done a good job of the decor, huh? Yeah. Can't tell what a shithole it used to be. If this is a social call, we don't have any boys for Major. What, are boys too expensive? <laughs> Men brag. So what? When Johns brag to their friends, that's advertising. You get more Johns coming around. Yeah, that's good. But when your prosties brag, that's publishing. Then you get every five-buck hooker, pimp, and wannabe hard guy crawling around. And that's a kind of attention we don't want. Not yet, anyway. All right, good work. But this ain't a social call. I want to... Holy What the fuck is that? I'm going to go check it out, Calm bud. down, you lug nuts. That's just bellowing Billy. He's a longtime customer. Well, is he human? He's really sweet. He just likes everybody to know when he's, you know... Happy. Alright. Well, I'm happy for Billy. Yeah, fucking ecstatic. Debbie, you remember who's in charge, right? What? Of course. So you'll tell me every step you've taken here, right? What's going on? There a problem? Oh, there will be, if you don't answer the question. Okay, okay, but keep smiling. The clients are nervous enough already. So tell me what you've been doing here to protect our interests. Well... The cops have been tailing me, so every day I lead them to the Department of Public Hygiene and wait a while. You're letting the cops follow you? You're not passing information to them, are you? No, boss. I swear, I make sure the cops see me at the DPH so they think I'm waiting on a permit, so they don't look for this operation. That's cute. If it's true. Tommy! Boss, what the fuck? Hey! Show some fucking respect! I'll handle this, Major. Debbie, nobody doubts your management skills. But after everything that's happened... I know, I know. I lied. No, fuck lied. You disobeyed me. You shot a cop and you got two other people killed for it. I'm sorry. 
I'm really, really sorry. Sorry doesn't cut it, Debbie. You are nowhere near off my shit list. Okay, sure. I know, I gotta earn back your trust. But can you tell me how long it'll take? No. I don't want to spend my life wondering. Just promise to tell me when we're good again. Don't you get it? The boss is the boss. He gives the orders around here, not you. Easy, Major. Debbie didn't mean any disrespect, did you? No, sir. She was just making a request. Right. <sighs> All right. But don't do it again. I won't. So, as Major indicated, things are different now. I can't take anything for granted. And neither can you. Sure, boss. You understand. Get out of the goddamn trash, Asa. I said I was gonna bring you dinner. Hey, Miss Debbie. I wasn't spoiling my appetite. I was just checking with the inventory. Yeah. What's this? Two sandwiches for lunch, and now dinner too. You trying to fatten me up? Am I clean? Depends what you mean, I guess. Ain't nobody following you, that's for sure. Good, good, good. On the other hand, you look mighty like a gal I saw popping pills a couple minutes ago. No, that couldn't have been me. And soup too? Hey, split pea! You didn't have to go bust no heads to get it, did you? No, but I did have to ask real, real nice. <laughs> Wish I could have seen that. Won't tell me about it? I'm on a budget. It's not real split pea. It's the synthetic stuff. Uh-huh. Guess you know what I really mean. Tommy, Mr. Arkell, doesn't trust me anymore. Nope. That can't be much of a problem for you. I... It's a lot of things. My whole life. Have some of this soup. Maybe synth. But it's still tasty. Not hungry. Sharing a meal, sharing conversation. Maybe you're built different, but them things make me pretty happy. Mostly. All right, asshole, give me some of that. They say they're starting a new colony on Klein Holes 4. Thought I might try it. Things don't improve around here. It's Tithia. Ah. I know I'm not good enough for her. It's just a matter of time before I fuck things up between us. Probably be the best thing for her. But I... If I lose her again, I don't think I can take it. Well, if you want to know what I think, maybe I'd stop worrying about trying to be perfect. Just be happy. Be happy. Think that'd help? Asa, sometimes you say exactly the right thing. Like a smelly little Buddha. And then there's times like this. All right, Miss Stevie. Thanks for the dinner. 
Enjoy the synth pee, Asa. Stop by anytime you want to share some more. Tomorrow. Be happy. Right. Fucking moron. Boss, if it ain't too late. Never too late to make a profit, Major. That's what I thought. This guy here to see you, he wants a loan. Set up his business. Doesn't sound too bad to me. What is his business? Oh, it's drugs, but he's got a pill for addiction detox. No shit? No shit. My cousin used it and kicked beyond with it. He took one wild trip and then he said, it was gone. No itching, no puking, no pangs. No seeing bunnies dancing the rumba. Nothing. Your cousin wasn't buying for one of our guys, was he? Uh, no. Boss, no. Uh-uh. Because that would not be good for our business in these harsh economic times. Right, right, of course. Terrible. Get rid of him. But boss, the pill works. And the guy says it's really cheap to produce. Major, you want to do me a favor? Boss, you know it. Get rid of him. Oh, uh, okay. You want to do your pal the chemist a favor? Uh, yeah? Tell him to design a cure you have to take every day. Shit, make it twice a day. That's what me and every other businessman are looking for, a constant source of revenue. If people gotta have those drugs, they're gonna buy them. Hopefully they won't notice they're trading one addiction for another. Ah, uh, I gotcha. I'll uh, tell him. Drug money's all we got inbound and she wants to... Wait! Boss? After you break the news to the chemist, gear up. We're gonna take a walk. Gloves, boss. Gloves, electrolock picks, night sight gear, password descrambler, crowbar, and bring a piece. <laughs> this sounds like fun. Man, been a while since we had this kind of action. So, where are we gonna go? To church. The Kingery, Season 3, Episode 4, Everybody Needs Money. Featuring the voice talents of Carl Glassmeyer as Asa, Lexi Rawl as Debbie, Paul Lavelle as Officer Brannis, Fiona Thrail as Sylvia Arkell, Pete Milan as Tommy Arkell, M. Sierra Garcia as Major, Catherine Pride as Tithia, Troy Daniels as a John, Abner Cineres as Bellowing Billy, and Perry Whittle as Hooks. Written by Perry Whittle. Story by Jeffrey Bridges with Neil Bailey, Susan Bridges, Alicia Lane Matheson, Pete Milan, and Perry Whittle. Original music composed by David Alexander McDonald. Directed by Perry Whittle. Assistant Director Bob Blakey. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2009 Pendant Productions. The Kingery. Created by Jeffrey Bridges, Susan Bridges, Makala Eaton, John Harden, and Teresa J. McGarry. Copyright 2009 Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.